Go try it out. Try it out. Out. Putin! Putin! Oh, you heard that? Oh, yeah. I'm curious if it's going to pick up our voices. Where? On this recording right now. Stand up. Let's go. Alright, I'm recording, so let's see here. Thanks, Obama. Happy 5th of July 2023, and you are listening to the Good Time Culture Podcast. This show is recorded in a lovely little town that we call the Mighty Mighty OX. I am OG Mutt Dog, and on the other mic, you'll find Hollywood. And together, we are your ancient astronaut theorists of record. And before I end this, we got to shout out some support for a movie called Sound of Freedom. Before the movie even opened on the 4th of July, it already had, it had already in, increased $10 million in pre-sales. Woo! People spoke. The people spoke. So, everybody who's been listening to the show knows that there's an ending to this. And I want you to take out a pen and paper and jot it down. That everything, and I mean everything that we speak about on this show, is protected opinion. All right, Hollywood, go. Welcome back, everybody. All glory to God. This is Good Times Culture Podcast. Uh, my name is Hollywood, and that is Mud Dog over there. Uh, you guys know us as GCP. Yeah, this yeah. is episode one seventeen. Uh, One hundred and seventeen episodes in, we're still uh, still hot and heavy after Evil here. So that intro song, man, that intro song, uh, it was okay, but the lyrics were great. Yeah, I could, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they just needed to make it plural, and then it would probably be our intro it song. It was all right. But, uh, yeah, we got quite a bit uh, going on this week. A lot of Supreme Court information. Um, a lot of good news there. So we kind of uh, good got a lot of winning here. That and also uh, still curveballs, man. You What's saw, that? You saw uh, the, uh, what do you call it, uh, Parmesan aficionado. Mm. Uh I don't know. On the we're gonna open up chapter one yeah. of the Crackhead Diaries. <laughs> I thought Hollywood was ready for that. Yeah, you see him up in the White House, you know, moving his head. You know. Well, then there was allegedly cocaine found at the White House too. And you're telling me I'm that sure that place probably has a camera on every corner, and you're, they can't tell us who it was. Probably got cocaine on every corner too. I'm sh- I'm assuming. Uh, but yeah, that is kind of bizarre that you know uh, Hunter Biden has been on the premises quite a bit the last couple of weeks with the Indian Prime Minister coming through, and you know he's getting to go all 
go to all these awesome dinners with uh, and very important people as he's you know being convicted of tax fraud and uh, uh, firearms issues. But um, yeah, I I thought uh, this was awesome right here. Where is it at? Did I look at that? No, I'm not gonna be able to find. Oh, it's in my ah. Biden's here. <laughs> this was this was Trump uh, this weekend. Just freaking <laughs> say it. I want to see Hunter ask these questions. Hunter, you know nothing about energy. You know nothing about China. You know nothing about anything, frankly. Hunter, you're a loser. Why did you get 1.5 billion dollars, Hunter? Watch the guy in the background. This is awesome right here. The guy on the left. And your father was never considered smart. He was never considered a good senator. He was only a good vice president because he understood how to kiss Barack Obama's ass. Also, a, what's it called? Per- perjury? Every freaking speech he gave that he, he lied about his education. He died about the degrees he had. Yeah. He lied about his, still lying. the speeches that he gave went out when he ran for president. Other speeches were proven that they were mock-ups of other famous speeches. Yeah. Like, and um, <laughs> I don't believe this guy has earned an honest penny in his life. I don't believe it. I, yeah, I, I think that to him, Mr. Biden lying is just like breathing, man. God save the queen, man. Ah, let's go, Brandon. I forgot. This is a good one. All right. God save the queen, man. Yeah. Yep. Right after he gave a hour-long presentation on how he wants to take away all the guns. And that's our the, children. And our children. Don't remember that. That's the part with all this is that, you know, it comes across as us just being hard on some senile old dude. But in all these speeches... You got to look at the context of what he was talking about right before he screwed it up royally or whatever he did. And sometimes I wonder if that's part of the um, part of the technique is to say a bunch of un-American anti-constitutional things and then have a screw up or walk off stage in the wrong direction. And it basically kind of makes people talk about the talk about that instead of actually what he said right in that speech you know because it's you know it's pretty much daily we're sitting here chuckling at the the stupid things that he does but you know the dude is making speeches about stuff you know there is uh i mean not that he even probably knows what he's talking about but um i have noticed that uh in particular we've talked about it before with hunter biden where sometimes I wonder if there's this weird evil plan where Hunter is like the distraction for Joe and the family. So as soon as Joe and the family get in some heat, here comes Hunter to distract everybody, you know, with hookers and and smoking crack and, you know, all that kind of stuff, which is very alluring, you know, to the journalists and to people like us when there's you know, obviously something more substantial and sinister going on, there's maybe. A, there's a photo that's going through Twitter that's taken out of his computer that he's on top of his niece, and she, they blur out her nipples and her, and her thing, but there's her face, and she's yank, wanking him while he's on top of her, and you're like, 
That's her uncle. How? Yeah. How? But we have a we have a media at this moment that are bought and paid for, where you have a a, a person and a group of people that are now blatantly coming out with exactly what they're doing because who is going to go after them? We know the DOJ is speaking for them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I... It's protecting them. And we... we, You know, and, and it's interesting, right, because the DOJ director has a lot of reasons why to not like Trump because Trump didn't pick him to be the DOJ director. This was... Yeah. Oh, uh... What's the name old Brandon? And from my hear, he had a lot of uh, <clears throat> upset mm-hmm. about that. So it's just what what fear do you have when the police isn't going to arrest you for saying anything? There's the guy, anyways. Yep. There's a video of him going 170 miles an hour. Yep. Okay. There's guys on YouTube that took- will put a, a tape over their their yep. speedometer so that the you, they won't put the speed because the police will track him and give him a ticket. Why is this 170 miles an hour? Yep. He took a picture of himself doing 170 Taking miles an hour. Taking a toke from his crack pipe. Yeah, he was time. smoking crack. Taking a toke. Yep. I mean, the the context, we've talked about it 100 times on this show, but the context with this guy needs to be evaluated along with what's happening right now with this guy because – the story of degeneracy and just downright evil stuff. I mean, dude, there. I don't want to discredit everything you said because everything you said is true, and there's even worse. But there, there was, there was photos that were, and these are all photos that were taken off of his cloud device through his. Uh, I think it was like the the iPad or whatever laptop he had laptop from hell but there's a photo allegedly of oh man and I, what's her what's the one of the obama's daughters and it's her credit card that is being used to cut up a line of coke wow and it's and you can literally see her name i think it's Mikhail, michaela or whatever i don't know their names but um allegedly i mean it says obama right there so uh, that's all hearsay. Who knows? What to me? I don't want to discredit all the real stuff with that. What, I, I bring this other thought. Now, as soon as Hunter Biden was convicted, and it's openly convicted of charges, he was in front of judges, and he got convicted, and supposedly slap in the hand. He was then. He's now having dinners with the Prime Minister of India, having dinner with officials along with his father, saying it's his son. Is this normal in this upper circle that they run in? Is the Indian prime minister's son doing the same thing? And they just, hey, you keep your mouth shut. We keep, don't, you know, because why would you present this boy, this man, your son, to these prime ministers unless, you know, again, we have a president that openly said, like a, like a mob boss to Ukraine that if you don't get rid of a, an attorney that was going after his son mm-hmm. that I would not give you the money and that he had all he did he had full authorization to do it mm-hmm. I mean yeah the same same technique his son used in that text message we talked about last week and 
Do you know my theory, Hollywood? People can go back to our our archive, but now you can't because you know Spotify punk ass. But I, my theory about why we went into COVID, why all these companies were allowed to do what they did, was because prior to the election, it came out. All this came out, mm-hmm. and not only that, but there was many world officials that had their dirty hands in Ukraine, and all that's starting to come out. Oh yeah. Okay. They all had it. I were talking about prime ministers of New Zealand. You're talking about Rim, uh, Robney's kids. You're talking about many people. A lot of people were connected to many people around the world, and I mean high end. And all of a sudden, we have COVID. We're going to lock down everything, and all this kaplow done. But at at the outcome or the out of the other side of this. We're in a war with Ukraine, in Ukraine, with Russia. Isn't it weird? All to cover, you don't think, dude. Yeah. All the roads lead back to this. Mm-hmm. And now it's starting to come out, if you, I don't know if you've heard, that the distance, the, the distance uh, of six feet and everything were done unscientifically. <laughs> Scientists are starting to find, coming out saying that, yeah, they were... They were told what to say. Uh, before we get on tangents, let's break into the show. Sorry, man. I know. Dude, there's so it's okay. much. I know, I know. It's all right. Sorry, I, I, was, I was holding myself back to you because there's a lot to talk about. Uh, this is, I, you know, happy 4th of July, everybody. Happy Ooh. Insurrection Day to everybody here in America. Uh, the OG Insurrection. And we're drinking Kona coffee today because for America, it's the only coffee in American coffee. So happy 4th of July. This is White Blake, and it's called Nation Under God. I really liked it. I'm surprised we haven't played this yet. But Let's hear it. Um, check the beginning of it, because I think we may need to cut the beginning somewhere and use it for your, uh, you know, our... My rant? I know our, um, our treasured listeners that we refer to as the nation. So. Oh, let's hear this. There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. What an American is. Is that right, Joey? I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776. The Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins. I offer freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I'm an American, here's the colors I bleed Red, white, and blue, I just wanna be free Left alone so I can keep growing weed Why they poisoning everything that we eat? Brainwashed, is everybody asleep? Look in the sky, tell me what do you see? Chemtrails, Lord, I just wanna be free Chemtrails, Lord, I just wanna be free 2030 Agenda 21 Operation Lockstep I hope you buying guns FEMA camps they gon' try and throw us in one Unvaccinated and saved by the blood of Christ Up on the cross you know he paid up the price The son of God it ain't no grave he's alive Judas sold him out got the crowd screaming crucify Land of the free but not for long if you comply Lady Liberty underwater like scuba dive 
Jeffrey Epstein never committed suicide Freedom of speech, rest in peace, constitution died Tap my phone so this song is for the FBI I'm an American, here's the colors I bleed Red, white, and blue, I just wanna be free And left like alone the, uh, so I can keep growing Why they poisoning everything that we eat Brainwashed, is everybody asleep? Look in the sky, tell me what do you see? You get bonus points if you talk about chemtrails in any of your music. In my book, by the way. <laughs> chemtrails, Lord, I just want to be free. Chemtrails, Lord, I just want to be free. Land of the free, but it ain't free, they trying to kill us. Mark of the beast, don't be the sea, they trying to get us. I know it seems like the whole world be against us. If I go missing, then the feds probably did it. Stealing kids from Haiti, that's that Hillary Clinton. Got on my side and I don't care who is it. There comes a time when they gon' lock us in prison. I'm speaking truth, so hope that you gon' listen. Time we spark fear in all of these politicians. My gun just went off, Alec Baldwin edition. We the people hold the power, don't forget it. And get destroyed for lack of knowledge, it is written. I'm an American, here's the colors I bleed. Red, white, and blue. I just want to be free and left alone so I can keep growing. I've often thought about getting a hold of this guy to see if he would do um, like a little kind of rap for us for our, uh, our, show. our show. See how much it would cost. <laughs> you, we, you should check if he's not on that. What's that? Um, yeah. Where you can hire uh-huh. celebrities to do something for you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah but I, I really like the uh, the lyrics on that kind of it pretty much fits in with our uh, short show format here and you know Epstein didn't kill himself I love that stuff yeah kind of is weird because the the one thing that wasn't talked about very much with the submarine distraction and all that was the Epstein banker list you know there's more names coming out and it's, you know, every time it gets buried by some sort of, you know, crazy news. But I think it's the Virgin Islands. Is it the Virgin Islands? It's still suing, um, I want to say, J.P. Morgan. They're suing a couple banks for basically all the money that was getting moved around by Epstein. And that's still actually happening, which is kind of interesting in the background. Wow. Wow, I didn't even know that's still going on. Yeah, I think uh, that kind of leads in maybe to this, so we'll just go right over to this. Over here at GCP, we're always trying to keep uh, fresh on our mind First Amendment issues because I think that is probably one of the more, you know, if you don't have, you know, if they're going to paint us into this corner of, if you're not with the narrative that it's misinformation, you know, like if you have any thoughts outside of what they tell you is the official thought that that is deemed uh, dangerous or whatever they're trying to push. Cause you can see that they're trying to push that misinformation. Disinformation so was it, so is it wasn't a coincidence, right? That they took Australia and New Zealand, their guns away and by everything. And what did they do right afterwards? Mandate mandated the vaccines. And yeah, everyone got well, there was no way of defending themselves. 
There was no way they were coming into their to their houses. Just anyways. Yeah, they had their guns taken away Dude, a while just a couple ago. Years but ago. No, it was, it was like nineties. No. No, oh, yeah. no, no, not 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 the outbacks of New of uh, not New Zealand and not the outbacks of Australia. Mm. No, 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 no. Because I remember the the whole way they did that was through uh, propagandizing school shootings, and they yeah. were able to get those laws uh, passed during that um, mania there. So I was trying to figure where did I have this here? Okay, so this is from Zero Hedge. Uh, Orwellian Ministry of Truth busted Judge Barr's Biden officials and agencies from contacting social media companies. Um, This is the ongoing uh, Louisiana and Missouri um, lawsuit that was filed like last year in regards to people being censored or um, banned on social media platforms because the government was advising them to do that. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we know that's fact through the Twitter file stuff. And so these guys are still pushing. They were planted at every one of these places where they had, they had offices. They did. And yeah. this wasn't lawyers uh, told to us by Jack Dorsey or anyone till afterwards. So this is pretty cool. Uh, the dozens of people and agencies bound by the injunction so what the judge did is put an injunction on all these, uh, including President Biden, excuse me, White House Press Secretary uh, Jean-Pierre, the Food and Drug Administration. So all these people are not allowed to contact social media companies. Uh, and I don't know if they still were. <laughs> they probably still were. Centers for Disease Control, the Treasury Department, State Department, the U.S. Election Assistance Commission, which is really weird why they'd be contacting any uh, social media, the FBI, and the entire Justice Department and Department of Health and Human Services. Listen to that. It's pretty impressive. It's like basically everybody. Um, let's see. What's another? Wow, you know, the ke- they'll find loopholes, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've, we've covered, I think the biggest loophole that they'll use is like, um, they, they do the national security is what they do. This is national security. You know, it's, it's not, um, it's not just us notifying this company of this or that it's, uh, you know, CIA has notified us that this is national security that this guy gets banned or whatever yeah. censored. That's how I how I think they've they probably always worded it that way because part of if I remember right, part of it is Russian disinformation. Remember, it was like oh, you know that that was what the to go back to the Hunter Biden laptop from hell, like Mutt Dog was saying, the FBI had notified the social media companies a year in advance that there would be a Russian disinformation campaign in regards to a Hunter Biden laptop. They told them what the information would be. <laughs> ridiculous. The information was yeah. from Russia. Yeah, well, remember, Dude, we were, we so were bombarded during that time that, you know, the Mueller report proved by a, uh, what is it, a shadow of doubt that Trump uh, did everything they accused him to do. Uh, this says... While the case is dominated by COVID-19 censorship, and it also encompasses the Justice Department's efforts to suppress reporting about Hunter Biden's laptop from hell. 
in the run up to the 2020 election. So it's kind of cool how it, you know, it started with COVID-19, but they were able to get enough information released that they were able to go after uh, not only uh, health stuff, but actual election interference issues too. Cause there's really, it's two different things. You know, the one is uh, misinformation because it's, uh, um, you know, for health reasons, we don't want people spreading disinformation. That was a whole one separate reason the government was telling everybody what to say and do. But, you know, now there's, there's actually a separate incident, you know, of this Hunter Biden laptop, which is pretty, pretty fascinating. There's a court case right now in Canada. There's a group who's suing the, uh, what they call the Canadian CBC, the Canadian broadcasting company for the misinformation over COVID. Because a lot of the things that are now that they were pushing, it should be reversed. And huh. what, no, no, yeah. just what they were pushing, what they were reporting, what they were mandating yeah. people do. Now it's now we know that it was all false. So now be under the same laws that they implemented. That's for what us, I mean. Like reverse that on them. onto them. Yeah. To prove them now. Now prove to us that what you did, because right again, mm-hmm. The whole dispute, of, there was so many, what do you say, mandates that were not based on medical, but their own tyranny, their own yeah, wanting to control Yeah, none of us. it was passed. Nope. It was this just is all. Why I, again, my theory about uh, executive orders Ukraine or whatever. and all this, it just smells like it, dude. Yeah. Like the, um, their reset was to reset it for themselves, not to reset the environment. So here's some direct quotes from the paperwork that they... Uh, got through this lawsuit. Um, these are agencies or uh, administrative um, White House officials talking to social media. Uh, cannot stress the degree to which this needs to be resolved immediately. Please remove this account immediately. That was one. There's another one to Facebook. Are you guys fucking serious? I want an answer on what happened here and I want it today. That was to Facebook. I wish it said uh, from who it was from. Uh, It says just says White House defendants is all it says. Uh, This is a concern that is shared at the highest, and I mean highest, levels of the White House. (laughs) Hey, folks, wanted to flag the below tweet and am wondering if we can get moving on the process of having it removed ASAP. (laughs) That sounds like. Uh, the, the, the press thing secretary. That's that they know who sent this because as soon as you press send, it yeah, tells well, you who sent it. They should have the names. But they're not putting it up. I'm, this is this is the part that bothers me about our news and our reporting. Is like, I think our phone would tell you. My phone tells yeah. you if you send it. What type of phone you send it to me on? Now you you bring up a really good point that I've wanted to talk about a couple times, but in this context, I think it's because it's still in litigation. They're not really gonna let go of the names and all that stuff. But, it's been but you already, bring, it's, it's been, okay, go ahead. you bring up a really good point with just about anything that's going on these days. Where are the phone records? You know, they can get all that. You know what I mean? So it's like, to me, you know, when you see rioting happen or, or say the, the, just this weekend in, in California, there was a big jewelry store robbery again. And, you know, they made off with a couple hundred thousand. You know there's cell phones on these guys. They all got cell phones on them. I mean, is what? We know they could do that. So what's going on over here? It just, that that's, you know, there's been these flash mobs in Chicago and Baltimore and stuff where 
well, a couple hundred kids show but they're, up. But they're it's public like you, people. You but, can see these cell phones, you know. Remember, so, it, it made it illegal for like for certain things, right? I mean, these are public people. And they are, anyways, anyways. Did you hear about Alex Stein is suing uh, AOC because AOC blocked him? Yeah. And that's against the law. Yeah, uh, yeah I wonder. Yeah, because I wonder what the the rules are when it comes to uh, lawmakers or whatever you want to call it and harassment. Because, no, because this was brought up during the Trump administration and they were blocking people that were harassing them. And then they were taken to the court and they said no because they were public figures yeah. and officials <laughs> that they couldn't block anybody. What about <laughs> That was their law that they made up. What about Trump being banned from Twitter? Like, there, there's still no ramifications of that. That's, but then we have, but that we should have, have proof been... now that, they, that a message like this went to Twitter and said, hey, uh, this Trump, you better ban it because it mm. goes on because the upper hit. The upper White House is upset. Yeah, so we know this is exactly the type of message. Or wow. that was so deep. That's a really good that point. The guy, that the guy that was there at Twitter that had the office next to the CEO, the guy was from the CIA or whatever, yeah. he just went over there and goes, hey, um, why don't we ban this guy? That's a really good point because you could just backtrack from when he got banned and backtrack to like, who was talking about him in emails? You know what's you, so you should be able to find that out. Pretty you know what's quick. so interesting? You know who got who got saved from all this? All the mean the people who had money with Twitter. They did all this destruction, all this money that they invested and hoped to get back. And when Elon bought it, they got their money for it. So those fools didn't lose any money. This whole thing was propped up by a lot of people. And they all got their money back. So that's why with Elon Musk, I'm kind of curious about it, you know, because who else? There's, there had to be other people there who the ramifications of this witch hunt, you know, should also be included. Because who else were the big contributors to Twitter at that time that was pulling some strings? Uh-huh. Yeah, there had to have been a direct, um, I think they had a direct, whatever you call that, it was like a hotline, you know, that the White House had directly to Twitter. Um, it's the content and moderation dude. The I can't remember his name now. Again, we had videos were on Facebook. I think, remember that Mark Zuckerberg being interviewed? And I don't know what, I don't know if it was Mueller or whatever, had an office there at Facebook and... He thought it'd be cute. He would just pop in at the interview and say, hey, I'm here too. Yeah. Well, let's see. What do you got today? Uh, I got a little Rogan clip here. You, you got some Ice Cube or what do you got? He was on that show, dude. Yeah. Um, that actually was a really good uh, really good show, huh? I, I watched a couple. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I've watched multiple different clips. I think I have a... I, I was going to clip one, on but again, I'm not. They won't. My contraption for some reason of uh, Spotify won't record it. But yeah, there's a couple points. Nothing, nothing groundbreaking. I mean, you know. Yeah, I think for me the biggest uh, kind of breaking point on that interview was that 
the conspiracy theory, the conspiracy theorists were correct because oh, yeah. that was talked about in all the conspiracy circles that he basically, and it was never confirmed by anybody. It was just a full on conspiracy theory that he didn't want to take a job because of a vaccine. Because yes. he had to take the vaccine. Remember, it was never really like, he never said it. It was never like a confirmed thing. It was what what we'd heard through the internet. Conspiracy theories turned out to be true. Yeah. Again, he, he clearly states that I turned down $9 million job because I didn't want to get the vaccine. Yeah. Not, but why? Because he has a personal friend of his mm. that is vaccine injured. Mm-hmm. And mm. because of that, He's not doing it. You know what I mean? It's. It, mm. Darn it. Well, I'll just play this one. <laughs> I don't have that ice cube. Maybe we'll get it uh, next I'll, I'll week. A lot of people that don't like them. So this is in regards to Rogan talking about the election in 2020. Go back here. That's. That's it's an attempt to manipulation. Yeah, it's yeah. manipulation of a public narrative. It's a man- manipulation of what the people think is real and not real. Everybody thought he was in collusion with Russia. It's what everybody thought. It's what they were. They were just all these mainstream except Fox News. Yeah, they were the only ones. They were the only ones that weren't pushing it. Everybody else was pushing it. Yeah, it was sold hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was and it was not true. And it's proven to be not true. And then there's the Hunter Biden laptop thing, which they they knew was true. And they said wasn't true. Yeah. And they told you that you they, they stopped people from sharing it on social media. They stopped people from sharing it on Twitter. Zuckerberg sat in that very chair and said that the FBI contacted Facebook and told them that it was Russian disinformation. They were getting a bunch of Russian disinformation. And so they limited the, uh, the, people the that spread could, of that. Wow. I don't know how they did it. I don't know exactly what they did to limit the distribution of that. that well, article. The FBI is involved in that. It's wild shit, It's pretty dude. wild. It's wild shit. And no one cares. No one's up in arms. No one's freaking out because that is a way that you're going to rig an election without rigging an election. Yeah. Whether whether you like that guy or not, we have to follow the rules. We have to. And if we don't follow the rules because we don't like somebody and we break the law because we, we, we don't like somebody, we don't want them to win. No, I agree. Now that's this is not, Banana Republic shit. Yeah, that's not cool at all. That's scary. And the fact that they were willing to do that and that there's no oversight. Yeah. No one can stop them from doing that. And then there's no punishment for them doing that. Uh-huh. This also speaks to like how much he's despised by this. Despised. I mean, <laughs> oh, Trump derangement syndrome. He says mean things. I can't handle the mean things that he says. You know, all these, uh, all these mean things. <laughs> A lot of people are. <laughs> Go ahead. I wanted to play this. <laughs> Sorry. Just get this goons and oh, man. I want, I want some Trump. Say it. A loser. Why did you get $1.5 billion, Hunter? Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Go, go. I just, I, I just love it. Hunter. Love it. Tell it. And your father was never considered smart. He was never considered a good senator. He was only a good vice president because he understood how to kiss Barack Obama's ass. There's <laughs> <laughs> a, a little clip from uh, Ice Cube's interview with uh, Joe Rogan. Oh, it's so much truth. Up, brother. 
So much truth. And this is the thing that was driving me crazy. Before the election, all when Donald Trump was president, all they were talking about is, I'm not going to take the shot. You're going to take a shot that Trump made? Who's going to take that shot? Even Biden was saying it. Mm-hmm. Who's going to take it? Kamala Harris is saying it. They were all saying it. Don't take that. I would never take that. And then all of a sudden, Biden becomes president. And they're like, you got to take it. Like, is this the same wow. thing? This is the same thing. You know how long <laughs> it takes to develop a vaccine? This is yeah. the same vaccine. Same one. You guys were just talking shit. And, you know, no matter who tried to give it to you at the end of the day, it wasn't ready. It's not ready. You know, six months no. to try to turn this thing into something effective um, that was totally, you know. Experimental. Uh, totally experimental. Um, and... Everybody who who took it was was basically signing up to take an experimental ju- drug. Um, and I'm not anti-vax. I've been vaxxed before. Like, Me I've too. had vaccines. Um, I've had all of them. And, Everyone I was yeah, supposed to get. Exactly. Uh, but those have been, some been around 80 years, some been around yeah. 50, 40. Um, and I just wasn't comfortable after six months, I was ready to take. Interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. I found some more. All right, go for it. I, I saw that you would you'd have to pass on a movie because they wanted you to get a shot. Yeah, you know they. Uh, strangest thing, you know. Say we're doing a movie. We're doing a movie. Um, I'm like, okay, and then, um, all the producers. Right in Hollywood, decided that <clears throat> they don't want anybody on their movie set that haven't gotten a vaccine. And what year was this? This is 2020. Yeah. Okay. So it's in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're coming out of it. Um, I think it might be 21 when we know. Okay, everything is going back to normal. But it the the, the I, I believe the news came out um, during 2020. And so, you know, I never thought it was a producer's mandate. You know, I thought it was a studio mandate. But I think the studios really wanted to have, you know, kind of a little out. So they put it on a producer. Like, this is not us. This is uh-huh. this production, that production, this production, that production. I'm like, but it, it's every production. That's so right. you mean to tell me every producer in Hollywood has this mandate? Give me a break. <laughs> it has to come from the studio to hit every producer because every producer don't think the same. Like right. every some producers, you know, um, had their own different opinions. So anyway, it was a studio mandate. They put it on individual producers. So producers talking to my people, and they're like, if he don't take it, you know, we, we, he can't be in the movie. It's like it's not taking it. It's not taking it. So I go, okay, can't do the movie. Okay, no problem. Now, I didn't go out telling everybody what happened. I didn't um, um, put the word out. that I didn't even tell people that I wasn't vaccinated. I didn't tell people not to go get vaccinated. I didn't tell people that I'm not doing this movie because I don't want to be vaccinated. Uh, but somehow, some way, the news hit the... You know, I don't know if Hollywood Reporter or somebody put it out that this is why Cube is not doing the movie. And 
I thought it was chicken shit. Thought it was, you know, um, it's like what happened to the HIPAA laws, you know, or, yep. or OSHA. One of them, yep. Yep. <laughs> I forgot. I think it's HIPAA. HIPAA you know, law. where you're not supposed to, to reveal a person's medical status. It's only for the hospitals, by the way. No, that's supposed to be medical. And so I just thought it was bullshit. Because I I looked into that heavily. (laughs) Because I got my my vaccination status exposed in front of everybody at work. Really? Yeah, by my manager. I bet you it is, and they just told you it isn't. And I bet you have a nice lawsuit. No. um, What's her name? Uh, The blonde. Hall. Yeah. Uh, she she brought it up. She goes, that only applies to medical, um, like if you're in the hospital or uh, you're you're, at, you're getting treatment or whatever, it doesn't apply to actual employers, which is crazy because it seems like it should. How does it not apply to employers? Yeah, I, I think it's it's only it only specifically for hospital or treatment or. Uh, health issues or not associated with the employers. That's the interesting about this. this Should though. Is it that when you work for an employer, it's like you're their slave and you get constantly told to sign papers that said that, you know, if we use your image or you use this or it's interesting, you know, it's. Huh? But this guy talking about the vax, I think it, it, he said himself, I don't know if you heard, that it was the producers and they were putting it all on mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And it was the That's how they did it was to us, too. It, and the studios was forcing it. Yep. And they felt uncomfortable about it. But it seems like it was the same play-by-play as they were running all the industries. Because you and I yep. heard the same speech at yep. our type of works. Oh, and it's, if you uh, went around talking to other people, it was the same speech. Yeah. I'm sorry, go for it. County health department or they're whatever. Re- it's not our. It's not the, the company. Memo. The company's not doing it. It's yeah. the, the county health. They're going to shut us down if we don't. And blah, 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 blah. And then, and then they hide behind by, as you said, when they exposed your status, by, oh, no, the company has the right. So it's like, okay, so the company is not doing this, but it's just the company has the right to do this. Again, it's like they, they, all, it's like they hid all these loopholes around all these little laws. So when this hit, they knew exactly which ones to hit. Okay, we hit this loophole, yeah. we hit this loophole, and we hit this loophole. So that doesn't. It, it's they again. I th- very know, sophisticated plan. It seems like it was very, very laid out, huh? It's one thing that you know. I, I don't want to just dwell on things forever, obviously, but I'm not going to forget either. Uh, but you know, we have to look back, kind of think back. I need that sound effect, the back in time sound effect, but, and how we, we were thinking and how we were being treated back then, you know, if say you weren't, uh, willing to accept the vaccine into your life, because if you remember they were, and even if you were, honestly, they were, they would dangle the masks around, you know, Oh, you can, you could take it off, you know, if you're vaccinated. And then what, they got two weeks, maybe a month of that. And then, oh, nope, you got to put it back on, even if you are vaccinated. And what ended up happening, I mean, I just remember the this dog collar jerking around type thing that was going on. And it's it was super frustrating for me. I don't know if it was frustrating for everybody else. But, but my, my uh, manager, 
and he did this a couple times, would call a group meeting, you know, we all have our masks on, call a group meeting and say, well, I have the sheet of paper the, uh, of the people that, are, uh, that have turned in their vaccine card. And then he would go, okay, so-and-so, uh, John, you could take your mask off. Uh, Nancy, you can take your mask off. And Bill, take your mask off. And then he'd be like, and that's all the names I got. And that's, that's how this guy was doing it. In a group setting, he's basically pointing out this guy was vaccinated. This, this girl was vaccinated. These, these guys still are not vaccinated. And, and, and you want to know why I'm so hesitant in returning back to the workforce, huh? <laughs> because these... But that, I mean, that was that guy. These man- no, but a lot of those managers there... It's like, why would you do it that way? Dude... Dude. Why wouldn't you just go up to the person individually and, how many of them, and go? And how many of them were saying they were going to stick it out with us at the last minute? They went and rolled up their sleeves, man. Well, you know? know. Okay. Um, let me let me try and shine a light onto this. I I have lately because Hollywood has put me on to uh, Valuetainment and Patrick Ben David. See, I even learned how to say his nice. name correctly. Yeah. Um, I can't even say it right. I just he, say he's shining a little light and. Maybe the people who are backing the Fair Education Act. Is this a different subject? No. It okay. has to do with, with the I'm question about. Desperately wanting to do a transition. Oh, here. let's back. Let's transition. Let's <sighs> okay. Fresh slate. Go for it. Where is the money coming from? Nice. And the people who are investing in these causes, if you look at what they control, Why? Why do they want to transition our children? Why do they want them to do all this stuff? Why? Well, because these they're gonna the people who are pushing all this are gonna make big money on the other end of it. Let, let me give you an example. Passing the Fair, Accurate, Inclusive Act of 2011, which requires all public schools in the state to teach about the contributions of the LGBTQ people to history and culture. That's kind of how it happened. It was something that passed. But more importantly, policies that make LGBTQ-related material mandatory in schools are typically approved by state legislatures. In some cases, these policies are the result of grassroots activism, while in other cases, they are initiated by government officials. Once it's a policy... It is then implemented by school district. And who was the most responsible for the California Fair Education Act? You ready? These organizations. Equality California, Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network, Human Rights Campaign, HRC, National Center for Lesbian Rights, Transgender Law Center. And what do these organizations have in common? You ready? They have the same three donors. And do you want to know who's behind these three donors? I wonder who. Do you want to take a wild guess? You probably will get it right. Let me give it to you. Soros. This one is Gilead Sciences. In 2001, oh. they became the first company to develop a once-daily pill for the treatment of HIV and AIDS. That's one of the biggest funders. And by the way, do you know who's been a shareholder of theirs since 1999? Soros Fund Management. And in 2015, Soros Fund Management was one of the investors in a group that acquired a majority stake in Themis Medicare, a company that provides specialty pharmacy services to patients with HIV and AIDS. And Gilead Sciences Whoa. is a major customer of Themis Medicare. The second foundation is called the Arcus Foundation, and George Soros is a trustee <laughs> of the Arcus Foundation and has donated uh. millions of dollars to this foundation. And the third one, ready? The Gill Foundation, which, who do you think is a trustee? George Soros is a trustee and has donated millions of dollars to the foundation's work. 
That's awesome. Why is this guy behind it? Why are you so concerned about kids and wanting to teach this to them? Like, how does it matter to you, George Soros? Why do you care so much? This is why I've been a big fan of this guy's show now. And now he has money invested in AIDS medication. And, well, wow. And what was one of the things that were coming up positive after uh, they got the COVID? Some were HIV positive. Yeah. And who has the medication? Soros. Interesting. So he's making money, he's making money on both ends. Did you hear about his son too? Like his son's taken over George Soros's spot and his son is openly claiming he's way more political than his dad. So he's going to be even more involved. Well, he's got this. all his daddy's money. Another guy who mm-hmm. who was just given this this money. But the problem I mean, is now we know who he is. And um we'll see. I mean, not to you feel like you're dogpiling, but man, there's just so many ills and so many evils in the world that are, you know, have his handprints all over it. You could look at France right now with, you know, the literal burning of of France streets, and that's all the open border stuff. You know, it's amazing, right? So he's spending say a billion dollars to do all this, and he's making four or five billion dollars on the other end. The guy, obviously, his investment is paying off. Yeah, uh, France, after a, th- a thousand Dude. buildings burnt, 5,600 vehicles destroyed, 3,300 arrests. Their national library, their national library with all important papers of the history of France. It's like you can see they're doing the same thing they were doing here to us. By taking down the statues, mm. by taking down all our our history, yeah. you're talking about France. That it's a two thousand year old country, and they are imagine they're going into their oldest libraries and erasing them. What's the point? The uh, same thing that was being done over here. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say the the this article. The last thing it says, I think, is the point that you were talking about. Um, I don't know how letting mass refugees into your country equals government vows to crack down on free speech. So because they decided to burn everything down, they're going to crack down on free speech. And you heard that Macron <laughs> what? Uh, did a blackout and no media is being able to go in and out. Because this is their plan, guys. Yeah. This is their plan. And for what reason? Because they sold their soul to the devil. Obviously, I know it sounds very easily, but uh, you try and sell your soul. Well, you know, uh, I don't know that saying, but, you know, some of the most evil deeds are done, you know, they think they're doing good. You know, that's, that's, how, that's how evil that's how evil does. You know, it tricks you into thinking that this is what needs to be done or this is a good thing or Imagine I'm, I'm no, helping if you <laughs> or whatever. Have no faith and that you don't owe it to no other higher God, then to who are they trying to please then? Are themselves? Okay, or? so you move you moved into we're talking the 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 powers that be, the globalist type people? Well, it's just what is the motivation? Mhm. You know, what is the motivation for them? If, again, you don't, they don't believe that they're going to live 
in eternity, right? I mean, most of them believe that this is it for them. Or unless these people believe they're going to be gods for the underworld. I think there's a little bit of that. Because, I mean, you're coming from it. You're coming from your our side where we think that there's a heaven and hell and the, that all that stuff. But, you know, these people, maybe they they think if they do enough deeds here... You know, just like we think we'll do enough deeds here that we'll get to go somewhere. Maybe they think they're going to get to go somewhere. But, you know what I mean? But, they, but they're doing deeds the, that are the, different than ours. But, but, but by robbing the innocence of people? Well, what is, what is the high of that? Okay, so of, of, there's... Of the perverseness of taking away the innocence of a person. There's there's multiple levels. Uh, the, the first and most easiest level is just government wants people to want them and need them. You know, so that's part of it. That's like the base level, non-spiritual. You know, this is the yeah. non-spiritual yeah. stuff, just a literal like uh, social services lady at the desk. She needs, you know, kids without parents to come to her, you know, so she can have something to do in the day, you know, or whatever, you know, make up the, the uh, agent in our government. But, you know, most of the time you go to the government when you're struggling and you're down on your luck or you're, you uh, need help, say, of, of some kind. You know, you know you're know, you not. Anyway, so that's the base level. If you're going with the spiritual stuff, I mean, we know that we know for a fact in the Bible that there were people that worshipped uh, other gods, you know, and Baal in particular. Not only that, they and worship the, fish, they worship birds, they yeah. worship. But, I mean, the yeah. Baal one was the big one. You know, that was the one that I think got... Uh, got everybody's attention you know it's and to me i've i've seen enough evil in the world to know that that uh religion is is still here it's not gone yeah so if if you apply that to what you're talking about can explain a lot i mean because that that i mean that that goes to the point of and i remember i one of these days, I'll bring it in a better presented format for you to, can I, can to I, talk about. Yeah, this just came to my mind. Uh-huh. Do you think, since Biden, whatever, do you think that this is going to lead before? I'm going to throw this curveball. You think Hunter Biden will die before he comes goes out of the White House, and this is going to be his sacrifice to his God, and he's going to sacrifice his son to him because by allowing your son to run rampant like this. He's going to, something's going to happen to him. He's going to OD. He's going to do something because it's difficult to, when you're an addict, to have that much freedom. Yeah, I think this is exactly what evil wants. They want, they want this. They want a, a degenerate, dangerous individual running around the most important person in America. But he's I mean, not. I, you, know what, the, you know what I mean? You know what I mean, though? It's a, it's a, it's, we talked about it last week. It's a demoralization technique where did you we see our leader as a feeble you know uh literal like lobotomized dude and his son is a degenerate crackhead that's screwing hookers and doing deals with china and ukraine you know this is this is exactly what evil would want to demoralize us and make us just kind of shrug and go you know if if nothing's going to happen, you know, like it's, it's a wave to just demoralize us. That's, you know, if you're, if you're talking in that, but it, but you know, with the Hunter Biden stuff, you, you know, that, uh, Biden's first son 
died of a brain tumor. And like, it was kind of a weird one. Like, and he was the golden child. He, you know, he was always the better of the two. Uh, he was the big lawyer, um, basically ready to get into politics. You know, yeah, he was, yeah, he was a naval or, or air force officer. He had all. So, the so Joe, I think Joe already sacrificed uh, a son. I wonder. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know. So I, I think Biden or Hunter is kind of the. It's it's you know, if evil. I know I'm I'm pushing on this evil thing, guys. Sorry about this, but if evil was running the country, just take it just as like a weird abstract idea. Evil's running our country. What better first son for evil than Hunter Biden? I mean, he's just like a total, full-on, no-guilt sinner. I mean, that's exactly who you'd want. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it because it's like, geez. I, I again... That's my explanation. I I don't know. It, it's... um. Saying all that, you guys, I am a sinner too. I, I'm, I'm assuming everybody uh, knows that... Uh, we are all sinners, but you know the whole idea is trying to get better, <laughs> not just leaning into the sin, <laughs> like like they. It seems like they do. It, it, again, <sighs> I I cannot get over the idea that people dislike Donald Trump as much as to tolerate what we're seeing the degenerate the degenerate of our our political system. If if there is issues to be repaired, it's like I was listening to a black gentleman talking about how they always want to tell him he's oppressed. And he's telling him about how the country wasn't perfect. But if you look into the Constitution from the beginning, there were Thomas Jefferson and all them wanted to abolish slavery. They knew it was something wrong. And no one takes into the number how many white people died for their right to be free. How many of them? And they're spitting at the face of all those people by saying, and so what's so beautiful of our, of our country is that we've evolved. We've evolved in the short period of time that we've existed on this earth as a country. We've evolved faster than any other country. It took England Hundreds of years to come to that conclusion. It took us less than 60 years to come to that conclusion when we became a nation. And it started from the beginning of the foundation. There's a lot of evidence that Thomas Jefferson was, there was words taken out of the Constitution where he was adding these words about a lot of abolitionist words that weren't in there about free people. Mm. But they were afraid of, I think, South Carolina or other two other states that they would not support this if we would take the slavery out yeah so again you had the states that wanted it and the states that didn't and to keep it together they said okay we'll do this you know a lot of people don't understand that anyways so we have a country that could evolve the people who want to take us back is have you like i was thinking about this since the all as long as we could know we were talking that this place our country the united states was against 
segregation. And 50 years later, or no, 60, 70 years later, we're going right back to it? Where colleges now are having just black students graduating? Now black all dance? What happened? Why? Is that why we had segregation in the beginning? Did we think like this then too? And then we looked at it was bad and then, you know what I mean? Well, <clears throat> we're going backwards. Yeah, my my personal experience, I don't have a lot of experience with uh, tons of different cultures, but I've told the story a hundred times on this show and to other people that, you know, I work in a giant company, thousand people or whatever at work there, and if you go out on the lunchroom, you go out to the lunch park at lunch, and there's, you know, a couple hundred people out there eating, say a hundred people out there eating, on, and we have these tables that you could probably sit six, maybe five or six on each table. And you go through and you look at the tables, you would literally think that Haas is all a bunch of racists because all the Mexican guys are sitting together, all the Asian... And not just, and not Asian, just racist all the, either, not the, even racial either because they have... The, I'm sorry. The Vietnamese are sitting together, the Chinese are sitting together, you know, like they're all segregated themselves just... Naturally. But then you have the group, the engineering group that will sit together. Right. Then you have the office group yep. that will sit together. The supervisors You'll sit have on the supervisors. table. We've yep. seen it. The supervisors sit in one table. Yep. Management sits in another table. Yep. They don't inter intermeet with each other, mm-hmm. you know. And so and that, there's, and that's there's, where I think segregation is almost a natural, uh, just kind of a natural order. You know, we kind of want to be around but the same the, type but of the people, and it's the government a, that pushes us together. But a like graduation that. and who we choose to sit down together to eat are two different things. The what? A graduation and sitting together on who we want to eat with. Because I remember the table that we did have there when I was going there. I believe we had the most diverse table in probably all that whole company. Yeah, but I think it's probably because it was all machinists or whatever but no 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 no. yeah there was some other people there but i've always felt that bro when i would go sit with you with robert and all the other guys i feel like it's you white guys sitting there eating and you don't want a color guy sitting there with you guys yeah i don't i think uh i think that's made up a lot more in people's heads than it really is a thing but obviously it's easy for me to say i'm a red-headed white guy so no, no, but that's the feeling you get, but obviously it's not true what I'm saying because I sat there many times and have conversation with you guys. So, this is getting personal, guys. Woo! Yeah. All right. Take us out of here, Hollywood. This went too... Ugh. All right. Pizzagate is back in the news. Actually, it was a couple of weeks ago. For this, real? Did it get back? This guy, uh, no, I'm just joking. Oh, heck yeah. This, pe- this Pizzagate guy. So uh, in New York, everybody's heard it's a couple of weeks old that they're going to make the wood fire oven pizza shops uh, get some sort of smog catching filter thing that costs 20 grand. And um, yeah, they're not happy about it there. I just thought it was funny because it's, he's, um, that mayor, too, is so out of touch with reality. <laughs> no, he's vegetarian. He's all good. Ass idiots who run this city 
are doing everything in their power to destroy it. We have so naked bad. men with their titties bouncing around all over the city yesterday, in public, in front of children. We have the most violent, raging crime rate ever. We are being invaded by illegal immigrants who are being treated way better than our homeless veterans, our teachers, and first responder heroes who were fired, still not compensated, because they didn't take the Fauci injection. Our city schools produce the dumbest kids, and the woke-ass punks who run New York City are afraid of pizza? The world used to respect New Yorkers as tough, thick-skinned, and gritty. Now we have become pussified. It's a damn shame. You heard of the Boston Tea Party? Well, this is the Boston, New York, this is the New York Pizza Party. Give us pizza or give us death. <laughs> so he's opening a giant pizza and throwing give it. Give us pizza or give us death. Throwing it over the fence into the White House give area, I guess, I'm assuming. Oh, this is New York, death. so this must be the courthouse. Give us pizza. That was one pizza down. He's got five more pizzas. Why do you have that many? Every small business. Hey, I, I. That's what this city keeps doing. That's what it is. Can't have a small business. Dude, there's the original pizza parlor New in York New York where they're saying that Pepe's. They use coal. They've been using coal for 120 years. This guy's awesome. And you heard the mayor? Uh, I like cauliflower dough pizza. You know, you could sit down and have a pizza with me. Well, who the heck has cauliflower pizza? We need to interview this pizza guy. We've got to get him on the show. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That is good news. And we got some more good news over here. We um, have played What's his next? music. What's next? We played his music before on the show. This is uh, rapper Playboy the Beast. Uh, we played his songs a couple times. He's like the proud boy guy. But he was uh, released from prison last week after sitting in there because he was uh, at the January 6th protest. So he's just now getting out. 36-year-old Billy Knudsen was identified in the days following the riot through the FBI's tip line by someone claiming to be a relative and said social media posts that allegedly belonged to Knudsen showed him outside and inside the Capitol on January 6th. Um, says he took photos and video and was sent to federal prison for six months. Once again, no fires. The only deaths were uh, actual Trump people that day, everybody. Wow. But that's good news. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get a story up myself to go with this. Um, here's some more good news from Zero Hedge. Uh, <laughs> not really, but. CIA director calls Ukraine war major opportunity for recruiting spies. So this article goes on to talk about how 
the CIA directors all excited because uh, this war is allowing disaffected Russians that are not happy with Russia to defect or at least uh, double cross, you know, become an informant or whatever. Which to me, right off the bat, as soon as I was reading this, I was like, dude, that sounds stupid. Like, why would you ever trust a Russian right now that says he wants to be a spy? That would be really stupid to trust him, but <laughs> I guess that's what they're. This the CIA director calls Ukraine war a major opportunity for recruiting spies. Oh boy, I'll never forget that. Um, we covered a story once where it was I think they were Navy. It was either maybe it was Army. It was two Army dudes that were trans that were dating and that were trans that actually turned up they were uh, scooping information <laughs> for the Russian government <laughs> uh, we talked about it once but how you doing over there buddy I'm great yeah I got a story I just my thing is I want I got some Adam Corolla rant what's about, it about well the test scores have come in for the schooling and it's a surprise that the uh, two years of lockdown have really just tumbled our test scores down. Oh yeah, imagine that. You a know? bunch of Zoom Zoom school. Yeah. And of course and then the Asians, up by... Asians didn't fall. The Asians, freaking Asians are badasses. But every wow. other category, even the like the, the the people that normally exceeded in math, they felt their scores down horrendously. Well, I have some bad news. Go ahead. You right. got some bad news? Here we go. Here I we like go. Corolla. Give me up. Math. Yeah. Sounds good. Have no social interaction. See you any there. of your friends. And everybody <laughs> suffered. Like, even the top-performing students uh, also saw does. a decrease. And then the low-performing students saw an even bigger decrease, a bigger margin of oh. decrease. Oh. Um, Who is that? Is that Roberta Weintraub? Yeah. That, uh, that, Randy, Randy, Weingarten. Randy Weingarten. Randy Weingarten. I was screwed up. Randy Weingarten <laughs> fucked our nation up yeah. as a proponent for closing schools, as the leader of the union. If you guys don't think these unions are bad, oh, think I about how much control shit, they have. Yep. Fucking telling Rochelle Walensky at the CDC to go rework her story about opening schools, that's how much power they yield. And she just got appointed to like the National yep. Homeland Security Council or, or whatever like this. It is insane. You fucking coward, hypocrite, horrible, horrible teachers unions. I told you in real time this was a horrible idea. I disagreed with you. You called me like an elitist and a racist and fuck what I do. Could one of you spineless pussies come onto the show and let's have a debate about it? Or are you just going to cower? I think you need to do some push-ups. Yeah. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. I just said it. But here's the other thing, too. And here's what I want to say, and then I want to be done Easy being angry. Blasphemy there. Forget yeah. about me. Forget about me. They closed the schools. I said this is a horrible idea. And it never had anything to do with kids. COVID didn't yeah. affect kids. Right. It was always about the elderly. They hid that from you. Yeah. They did not share that information with you. When the dust settles on COVID, and it is all the information that's coming in is it did not affect kids in a negative way. The percentages for like people under 19 were point 
were zero point zero 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 three zeros and a six, a point and three. It did not kill young people. It never did. They knew it. They, they knew, knew it. it early, and they didn't say shit about it. Yep. And so, all right, all right, MSNBC, CNN, LA Times, New York Times, you all have fucking blood on your hands because you could have found out the answer. I knew it. Amen. And I was told to shut up over and over again. Amen. This is our. This is the guy. Me and Hollywood, like we practice. His rants are the best. It's uh, it's so true though. Right out, huh? They they still won't do it. No, and they still I don't won't admit heard, it. They just added it today. The CDC. Guess what? With all the problems that we're having with this COVID shot, they added it to the vaccination for the kids to go to school. What? Yeah, they added it to it today. Huh? Yeah. I didn't hear about this. Look it up, brother. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, yes, sir. So I I thought I was free and clear from that stuff. This experimental drug that they know that the side effects are horrendous are, it is now added. Now it's number, what, 29 shot that you get now before you go to school? And they're wondering why everybody's being pulled out of school, right? Why do you think all these illegals are here? Because they're the only ones who are going to be going to these public schools. Well, now you got me all freaked out because I thought I had that, like, in the bag as far as uh, the kids here in California. It sounded like they weren't going to make them do anything like that for the COVID stuff. So now I got to look back into it. But I'm curious about whether it's going to be taken to the court and and something because we'll see. Hmm. Oh, man. You're just like... Uh, Sorry about that, buddy. That was a brain, brain lodge right there for me. Got me thinking all kinds of stuff now. Uh, get on that. It looks like, where is this from? This is stuff we already knew, but we got to at least say it so that uh, we feel better about being right, I guess. <laughs> Pfizer, vac- Pfizer vaccine batches in the EU were placebos, say scientists. Then why are they having a bunch of suddenly dead people out there? Um. So this is from the Daily Skeptic, and they basically talk about how they put out uh, doses that were not even real. I don't believe this anymore because this is now going to counter all the suddenly deaf people and say, oh, no, what we did, we tricked you guys all. No, I think these are counter news to tell you, oh, no, 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 we had nothing. Don't you understand what we were giving in Europe? It was placebos. So why all these people dying? It could be a way for them to, yeah. Plausible deniability they're or something. Crawl, they're trying to back out very slowly. Look at, and they were telling us that they're what like one out of five shots for placebos in our country. And yeah, what was people. The point? I thought everyone had to get vaccinated. Was their their advertisement to us? Yeah, and and what happened to the uh, f- special refrigeration? What? Remember that it was like that was like a big deal, and then oh, it and just disappeared. The contraptions that they had to make. <laughs> And then the first batches got spoiled because they were out, left outside. And there was all kinds of things, man. Mm-hmm. I still am curious about the respirators. No one talks about that anymore. How, my goodness, they were trying to make President Trump to mandate all the factories, to take over the factories and, and make them make, you know. What happened? What happened to that? What happened to the people who suggested it? Are they still working in hospitals? Are they still have jobs? I know there's there's so much that should be, you know, there should be so many people coming forward and talking about. I don't know. 
But in uh, Michigan, if you if you use the wrong pronouns, that's a you're going to go to jail for for ten years. <laughs> ah! I got this is pretty Dude. Uh, pertinent here. Dude, this guy made him rock. This happened a couple weeks ago. We're kind of it's hard. So much going on. We're kind of falling behind. You know, actual uh, important information, but uh, O'Keefe, I don't know about this guy, though, that he got honey-potted here this time. <laughs> with, I well, you heard about Black still Rock would like to see how said. hot this chick is that he's getting these dudes <laughs> to get honey-potted on. How do you know the chick? How do you know it's not a dude? Well, you can see that you can hear the chick, see her fingernails and stuff. But uh, this is a Black Rock recruiter. Um the problem is, you know, now that I'm just about to play this, thinking about the hot blonde that this guy's looking at as he's about to give his testimony, is that staring in the face of someone and you're trying to get in their pants like that, you're probably going to tell them just about anything. So this is where I, I do have some issues with O'Keefe and his tactics, which I really appreciate. But at the same time, what you would... What you would tell someone, <laughs> how much bragging you would do and, to and someone. And believe me, Hollywood, I get tired of listening to it. I get tired of listening to all this crap. You ain't going to get none. I don't care what you say yeah. to me. This ain't my, for you. You ain't getting none of this. You my insider uh, info yeah. is not doing it for yeah, you. Yeah, huh? yeah. You just, you understand me? You could talk to me all sweet, but you ain't going to get a taste of this OG mutt dog at hey, all. do it. And just how much it costs to buy people. Like politicians. Let me tell you, it's not through who's the president. It's who's controlling the, the wall. It's hard. It's so hard to hear him, huh? It's all right. Play so it, it says, let, he says, let me tell you, it's not, it's not through who the president is. It's who's controlling the wallet of the president. It's who's controlling the, the wallet. It's, it's the and who's that? The hedge funds, the banks. These guys want campaign financing. Yep. You can buy your candidates. All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. How do they run the world? You acquire stuff. You diversify, you acquire, you keep acquiring, you spend whatever you make in acquiring more. And at a certain point, your rest club is, is super low. Like, imagine you've invested in um, like ten different industries, from food to to drinks to like technology. Right? One one of them fails, it doesn't matter. You have nine others to pick you up. Risk management is, is inherently in just about everything. And in the finance space, it's all about it's, it's, it's well, it's all about the money you make. You don't you don't let it sit. You're like you keep using it over and over and reinvest. Yeah, and exponential growth. And then once you just own a little bit of everything, is that where the control? Yeah, you own a little bit of everything, and that little bit of everything gives you so much money on a yearly basis what, what that you can C take this big. The CEO of BlackRock just came out that he wasn't going to use the term ESG anymore. Mm. Why? Because that brand is bad now. If any company puts down that their affiliate was ESG, it's not a good investment. So now they're going to come up with a new name. Yeah, I would be very hesitant on 
trusting that. Well, that was the CEO of BlackRock. I know. Who but, just came out and said that. But I have yet to, to hear that. I, I think I've heard I, you say I, that, but I have quickly, yet to hear him say how that. How quickly did the companies back away from this pride thing? What do you it, mean? It, not... it kind of quieted down a little bit. I mean, at least maybe just because it wasn't coming on my YouTube feed, maybe that's why I think it died no. down. There's no, it did not back down, and there's no, there will be no backing down from it. So, how, how did this bud, bud back down? His no, target back down? I'm talking about the p- people backing pride, the companies that went and sponsored it. They're the ones who backed out of it. A lot of them did. I don't think I haven't heard one company backing out of it. No, they Not didn't one. do it publicly. They did it quietly. I haven't even heard about one backing out quietly. What are you talking about? Like they're all in on it still. <laughs> they they love it. Like I, they just I think they just stopped posting, you know, and just stop uh, uh okay. promoting maybe, but I haven't seen any kind of retraction or, uh, you know, hey, we're going to, you know, get back to our base fans or base no, no. client They're or whatever. They're not saying that Customers. No, yeah. no, no. They're quietly doing it. They're yeah. going to quietly contribute to this maybe, but they're not going to be vocal, vocal about it at this moment because that movement right now, they're losing money, dude. Mm-hmm. Bud Light is a, a great example of how quickly a – they call a legacy brand loss. So this is Serge Varley. Uh, he's a recruiter for BlackRock, and this is another little quote. He goes on to say here, first, there's the senators. These guys are fucking cheap. You got ten grand, you can buy a senator. Just go try to buy a senator. Mm-hmm. Let's see if they'll push. You got ten grand, you can buy a senator. It doesn't matter who wins. They're still going They're they're my pocket. I could give you five hundred k right now. No questions asked. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. It's to be done. They're like, yeah, of course. And Why not? Does like everybody do that? Does BlackRock do that? The BlackRock recruiter also tells us about how the U.S. government relies on BlackRock for their economic simulation computational power. Economic simulation. They need to understand the impact of something, right? They're going to, like, raise the interest rate, for example. Mm-hmm. It's going to create this cascade of various factors that they're not sure what it's going to do, basically. And just how f***ing great the Ukraine war is for business. Do you have any um, thoughts on the Ukraine-Russia war? Ukraine is good for business. You know, right? We don't want the conflict to, to, to end. Why? We don't want the conflict to end as a country. The longer this goes on, the weaker Russia is. I'll give an example. Russia Russia blows up Ukraine's grain silos. Price of wheat's gonna go mad up. So what are you gonna do if you're a trading firm? The moment that news hits, within a millisecond, you're gonna pump you're gonna pump trades into um... Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what's so interesting in Hollywood? Is it gets us pissed off when we hear com- that this guy explaining to us what a company is doing. But we know these movements. Mm-hmm. We've known about these movements. That's why, again, Occupy Wall Street was a big deal because this is what they were doing to us. And they were, they, that's why the electric car. They're making a market. And, and no one wants these things. Nobody wants these cars. Yo. That's um, that's called communism. 
No. And then what are they doing? They'll, they'll invest in batteries. They'll invest in this. And there you go. Got good news over here. All right. about two or three times in, in, that, in that press conference. How is this fair to bar students who have worked their ass off to get the best grades out there, to sacrifice so many things and say, no, you don't get it because maybe your family had money? You know, and particularly the Asian kids in this country have been dominated. But this is the best news for black Americans. It can be. It can be Why? if we allow it, because maybe now we will demand strong educations for our kids beginning in kindergarten. So this kind of thing becomes a moot point. Mm. We never sh- we should never even have to consider things like this if it wasn't for the bigotry of low expectations, mostly by liberal cities that do not think highly of black people. Oh, they like us, but they don't think we're smart. And so the Faustian deal has always been, we'll give you a watered-down education, your kids will graduate 12th grade with an 8th grade reading level, but we'll make it up to you. We'll give you fair housing, we'll give you food stamps, we'll find a way to make it up, we'll push affirmative action, we'll get you into jobs that you may not necessarily be qualified for. That's the Faustian deal. It's time to end the Faustian deal. Dang. So yeah, uh, no more, uh, I don't, I've already heard multiple colleges saying they're not going to honor the Supreme Court's decision. On affirmative action, but but, did, but then that that answers the question when you heard when you heard news reporters talking about how the only reason the way they got into Harvard was because of affirmative action, to the, and when you hear Joy Reid's uh, testimony that they <laughs> flew all the way to her city to recruit her, otherwise she never would have been known, but that means that you don't you weren't qualified to go to that school, that's why she's so pompous because you you didn't earn that position you didn't earn you took the position of someone that earned and instead of harvard wanting that person they wanted you so that they look great look hey we brought in this little (laughs) small this little young black girl from this neighborhood that no one knows yeah look how nice we are so that you can go to the world that guy was saying so she can go out to the world go man my mom was so poor she had three jobs and but i went to harvard Um, I've been playing a lot of the black conservative on YouTube. That guy seems to like have a nice pulse on the nation here, but he's trying to pull up this one part about this. Uh, I don't know if he's the Asian American guy that, cause I think it was an Asian American that brought this affirmative action lawsuit to the Supreme court. Uh, I bring in now Kenny Shu, president of Color Us United, a group that advocates against affirmative action. He's also a member of the board for Students for Fair Admissions. That's the group that brought this case against Harvard and the University of North Carolina. Kenny, thank you for joining us. So today's ruling obviously is one that you mm-hmm. were hoping for, arguing that the rules uh, in place that support affirmative action were unfair to Asian Americans. So from a practical perspective, how does today's decision help Asian American students looking to get into elite this colleges? This guy is really smart. I like it. I just want to say I'm ecstatic about this decision. It means that Asian Americans can finally get treated on their merits. Guys, we know why Asian Americans are should get into Check this Harvard out. at disproportionate rates. It's because they study twice as many hours as the average American. Facts. <laughs> Facts. That's all you need to hear right now. And this is why I tell the woke revolutionaries that are so upset about this, 
work harder, right? If you want to get into these elite schools, then you need to outwork the other students that are working hard, right? Outwork them, study harder, do more, right? That is how you respond to this. What you don't do is boohoo, whine, and complain and cry because you can't be racist against people who worked harder than you, right? Who earned it more than you did. It's really that simple. It's not because of their race. It's because of their culture. It's because of their family values. Facts. And this is why I say that the real solution to this is culture, is family values. That's the real solution. Put the responsibility back on the parents in regards to the outcomes of children. Because good culture, strong family values, valuing education can and will produce elite students. Academic excellence, that should be prioritized. Those should be the values that schools like Harvard and Chapel Hill, supposedly elite schools and academic programs, should be valuing in an applicant, not race. So that's pretty cool. You know so funny? How come UCLA hasn't spoken up about this? UCLA, if you go there, dude, there's a bunch of agents that go to UCLA. Mm-hmm. Why hasn't UCLA bring up this, this subject matter up? And then what's so interesting, what, what, catal- what catalyst, what brought this up? Harvard. Supposedly we call it a, a school of higher learning, right? Brings out all these great people out. They openly discriminated against agents that would apply there because there were too many of them. And yet we're still discussing that Harvard is a school that we should even consider of importance. Why? Because of who they produced? Any other school, they openly discriminated against a class of people, bro. How is that not being brought up to the subject to talk? How is it? Why? That's why it's puzzling that it took these people to take it to the court to to bring this to the attention. But yet, no one's talking about this. Dude, of a person who's been discriminated by and you get discriminated by, this this should get us up all pissed off. Yeah, it always seemed weird to me. I, I never quite uh, understood that. But you know why this was allowed? Go into our Congress and our senators and see how many of them went to this school. Mm. Majority of them are lawyers. Okay? And at like, least- Can you imagine if they had affirmative action for employers? And what and what is exactly the difference between an employer and but a they college? Did, but, but they did I mean, try to do that. Because we remember that during the COVID lockdown when black Lives matter was going out what were they trying to put down and they did that every company had to have a representation on their board this was funny private companies had to have on their board a reflection of the society that they were working in remember that they had to hire a, they had on their board they had to have yeah. so many hispanics so many blacks so many minorities on there this was going out you don't remember this kind of how can you not remember? Why you know what? You have a short term memory, dude. <laughs> well, if you're talking, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, so a couple of this is like really good news. I think this affirmative action, uh, you know, it's. I think it may. You know, the problem is, is they're going to use it to divide us once again. When really, it's to me, it's it equalizes us back to, you know. A standard uh, 
expectations, you know, without skin color involved. And how many of our politicians made it to higher education because uh, they lied about their ancestry? Remember, we have Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah. We have a lot of other senators that pro- proclaim to be Native Americans, mm-hmm. you know, because otherwise their grades would not have allowed them to enter those schools. Yeah. Uh, so the affirmative action uh, struck down uh, student loan debt relief that Biden promised was also struck down in the Supreme Court also. I, I, did, I like there was a good breakdown of on that on Joe Rogan on what's that comedian you just played earlier was talking about debt. And he goes, the people think that debt just disappears. You know, someone owns that debt. Someone bought that debt. Someone is owed money yeah. because of that debt. It's a you lot. Know, debt just doesn't disappear, guys. You don't just yeah. put debt under a, a you don't put debt under a cover and goes, oh, it's gone. No, it's four hundred. Said four hundred and fifty billion dollars. No, too. trillions. It's a lot, dude. Yeah. So you're talking about something. That's why you would yank that out of the economy. Do you imagine what that would do to our economy? And on top of it, dude. Well, who told you to go get a liberal art and owe that much money? I, I think the bigger I think the bigger point to emphasize here in specific about the student loan debt uh, denial, the relief denial, is that Biden obviously used this for votes. Like a piece of shit, he lied to the people and told them that you will have your student loan debt relief uh, forgiven or student debt forgiven if you vote for me that's that's basically what he did and people fell for it obviously you know you know why i but voted this for- should be talked about more like this is dirty and just needs to be brought up and that guy needs to be someone needs to ask him did you do that just to get votes you asshole because that's sure what it looks like now everybody as soon as he announced oh yeah student debt relief Everybody the next day was like, that's unconstitutional. It's obvious. He can't do that. Everybody said that. And yet he went out day after day saying this to get the votes. No, even and though they would talk about it. They would have what's so sad Ugh. is that there was economists, supposedly educated economists, arguing on the behalf that this would be possible. But isn't the first time. The first time I voted was in 1992, 1993, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton ran on the task that the inner city didn't have enough professionals. So what would happen is, say, for example, you would become a doctor. You would go to the school, they would pay you, and instead of paying the loan, you would work in those low-income areas and pay your loan out by working in low-income areas, and that's where you go to college and all this stuff. Did he do it? No. But he got my vote. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just... We've talked about it before, um, and I can see the mobilization of the female voter and probably the young voter. The young, naive voter. Yeah, the young Wait, voter. Imagine it was my first election, 18 years old. Because I'm, I'm just thinking of uh, the Roe versus Wade, because that was the first salvo from that they used to freak the women and the young voters out is, oh my gosh, abortions, not going to be able to get them anymore, not going to be able to murder babies anymore. Yeah. And then they said immediately, like, 
literally within could have been even the same month. We're gonna forgive all your student loans. Uh, we're gonna it, was the the other thing was like the weed thing, right? He was gonna do something about making weed legal or something. Well, isn't so it okay? It, okay. It's just this pandering, and it's just annoying to me. Well, what's what's kind of good about the abortion is, I know this is gonna be a, a is that the black people right now are like 15 percent of the population. If it wasn't for abortion, they'd probably be 30 percent of the population right now. Mm-hmm. But it's a good thing that we have abortion because they'd be 20, 30% of the population. But it's okay. They eliminated that. <laughs> so they stay at 10, 15%. And hey, they can, the master controls you mm-hmm. or controls us because he does it to everybody else. Did, right? you, did you just morph into Bill Gates right there or what were you doing? Well, I'm just trying to show that that's, <laughs> that's just the plan, you know, just to make sure you um, understand that, that we're controlling not the, the poor people, but the certain type of poor people the truth wow winning so the third thing that dropped from the supreme court was this uh once again it was a website designer and i think it was for a wedding once again uh refused to create a website for a a gay i don't know if i don't know what kind of gay they were but lgbtq people's and they and this lady refused to make the website for them, and they took it all the way to Supreme Court, which is crazy to me. And she basically uh, was told that she could do whatever she wants. You know, she doesn't have to make anything for them. And you know, it's pretty obvious. But the point I wanted to make on this one, and you can elaborate or even if it's even worth it. But you know, you or I. If, if we were trying to get a service done and we found out that those people were, say, retarded Hillary Clinton fans and they wouldn't they didn't want to make a Trump sign for us or whatever, we're a MAGA sign for us. Would we take them to the Supreme Court or would we just go screw you? I'll go to the uh, a patriotic company and have the same product service done. If I was being but paid these to guys, do that, I would. They, if I they, was being paid where did he get the dude? A lawsuit is expensive. Did they get to the Supreme Court? Where did they get the money to do this lawsuit? But, but it's I just, must. I, okay, uh, I must sympathize with the gay community, bro, okay. these people, because you and I, Hollywood, for the Good Time Culture podcast, this lady who was doing the web design must have been really good at her job, and must have been the best one out there, because you and I have been dealing now since we got taken off Spotify and all that. <laughs> trying to find a web designer and they're difficult to find there some are pricey some are good and some are not and if we found one dude maybe that's what it was these people are like dude this is the best one around and everybody else sucks blah, 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 blah. i mean kind of sympathize i mean dude we have what three months trying to find one yeah it, it's just as crazy to me the mentality right of a certain segment of the population that turns something that would normally just be a, Oh, well, they're lost. We'll find someone else. Wait, why they turn going- that into this, the biggest freaking thing to in this, it goes to the Supreme court. Why isn't there an investigation about who was funding that couple to sue? Yeah. I think, yeah, they, yeah. you know, because you're going to go to a regular court, then to the next court, to the next court, mm-hmm. to get to the Supreme court. And all that costs you money. Mm-hmm. And these people are trying to break her. 
But she met them at the next one. She met them at the next level until she got to the Supreme Court. These fools, where did they get their money from? I mean, where did they get and, their money to continue yeah. a lawsuit that is uber expensive? And where, what are the ramifications for bringing a frivolous lawsuit like that? Well, the reason I'm bringing this up I mean, is that I just heard about a Tony Robinson interview out in Great Britain, and that's exactly what they were doing to him, and that's why they were taking him to court to break him, bro. Not physically, but monetary, like break him. Yeah, they do, do not like him. No, but it seems like that's what these people were doing to that web designer because whoever was bringing up that lawsuit, where are they getting that endless amount of money yeah. to pay that attorney? Yeah, that's a good question. There's a lot of this, like you could do a podcast just on Supreme Court stuff. Do you kind of dig? A, do a wait, little wait, more digging. Do you think there's a lot of little mini, mini little George Soros around the world that have that are paying for people to be doing this? Like you know, they have whip. Everyone has an agenda who has a little pocket of money, and it's like, here, you say this for me. Yeah. Well, we know he buys the DAs. Well, I mean, about just so. what we're talking about right now. I mean. There could be someone else, like a little mini George Soros, trying to rise up and be the next George Soros. And he's like, hey, you keep on saying here's some money. Yeah. Keep, keep it going. Well, I, th- I think only those people get put into that position. You know, so, you know, it's probably the D- district attorneys, I would assume. Or you know? who knows? Maybe like it's in the up, um, up and coming um, mastermind or whatever, you know? I don't even know Where how is you the can, fun coming from. You can take this to a court because I thought as a business you could refuse service to anybody for any reason. I thought that was like a, a, a normal, you know, we talked about this a couple weeks ago and we probably should make this a reoccurring thing, but this common sense term, we got to bring, you know, let's, we got to make common sense great again. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but there's just so many things where, you know, uh, you, you just pluck someone off the street randomly in America and they're going to be able to tell you what's up and what is justice. And you know, like immediately. And you know, what's so interesting. What's <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. Just like the baker. What's going to happen is that because these people are going to be so upset that they lost against this computer website creator that someone else will come up to her and ask her to design something else. And then she'll refuse. And then they'll take her to court again. Because the Baker company, that Baker out in Oregon, they took him twice to 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 court. They won't give up until they break this person. Yeah, it's like they they don't have jobs. You know, or again, they, they someone is their, funding it. Yeah, and this Tony Robbins, uh, Roberts uh, interview, what they were doing to this guy, you can see it. That this is what they're doing. They're breaking these poor people, man. Mm-hmm. Again, not spiritually, yeah. but monetarily. Yeah, and they're like making an example, you know, uh, like Alex Jones style, you know, making an example. You know, we, to me, you know, I, I brought it up in the beginning of the show, First Amendment, free speech, whatever you want to call it, wherever you're at in the world, it's the most important thing. And you can see them uh, targeting you know, anybody that feels like they have free speech and they're effective at it, luckily we're not, <laughs> so we don't have to worry about it too much, but there's a lot of people like like 
uh, is it Robinson or Roberts? Yeah. Roberts. Oh. Tony Roberts. Is it Roberts? I think it's sure. Robinson. Robinson? Tony mm. Robinson? I think so. But, uh, you know, people like him that, that stick their head up and make free speech uh, an issue because to me, you know, th- where a lot of this started was this hate speech stuff where there is different types of speech you know, other than just being, um, you know, things that are in law where you're not allowed to, you know, slander or, or, uh, instigate or whatever. But even those things, I, you know, I sometimes wonder, we, we've talked about it before the, you know, shouting fire in a crowded theater and how your free speech ends right there. You know, this kind of gets into that misinformation thing, you know, because you're, you're providing someone with misinformation, but, you're also, you know, maybe you saw a fire or maybe you smelt a fire and it turns out there was none. You know, is that illegal? You know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a weird one for me. I, I don't, I don't take kindly to the, the words misinformation or disinformation. That's for sure. I think he as humans as um, you know, people, you know, animals with brains and thumbs that we should be able to overcome misinformation and figure it out ourselves. Like we're not that stupid, but obviously they think we are. Oh yeah. Uh, Let's go over here. I don't know. Did you see this story? No. Uh, this is a senator of New Jersey, I think. Cranston, New Jersey. I'm probably getting it wrong. But uh, this is a video. Uh, I heard about it, but I didn't know it was a senator. Yeah, well, I think it's um, a state senator. So it's not like a... Um, state representative still. Um, it's not like a senator for the U.S. But still. Anyway, so the what ends up happening to kind of push through this narrative here and kind of give you guys what's going on. He pulls up to this uh, parking spot and the car next to him has a Biden sucks sticker on the, uh, (laughs) on the window and he gets out and proceeds to key the car. And as he's keying the car, the son is walking up as he's keying the car. And then this is kind of where we, uh, the cops have showed up, and now they're kind of questioning. Heck yeah. Hi, right here. Rhode Island Senator Josh Miller is a prototypical oh, far-left-leaning, wacko, anti-gun nut job. That's about he made it into a- accurately as I can put it. This Let me guy- give a proper... Uh, this is Legally Armed on YouTube. I was going to try to get to the part where he's actually talking, but let me fast-forward it. Right here. Investigating our crime, okay? Okay, we'll have to kill some time for a couple seconds as I uh, click this skip ad. Okay. All right. If it's a maniac who yelled at me in the car next to me, uh, they weren't in the car next to you. There was no one in the car. Yeah. There was no one in the car. He was he was blocking my way, saying I scratched his car. I didn't scratch his car. I'm a state senator. I think he recognized me. I think he's one of the gun nuts. Ah. 
he called out my name. I never told him my name. All right. So, he didn't say any of that, okay? Yeah, he yeah. definitely didn't recognize you. I know yeah. he, he, he didn't say that. Yeah. So, all right. His yeah. car was keyed. It was freshly yeah. keyed. Yeah. All right. And that's what we're investigating right now. Okay. And seeing, you know, he pretty much heard it and saw you. Yeah. And you had keys in your hand as well. well that's because I just came out of my car. Well, that would make sense, yeah. but the way that he explained it yeah. seemed much, yeah. uh, a little bit more in depth than that, okay? Yeah. yeah. All right? It yeah. was, he can hear it, like fresh. It was, yeah. he can hear the scratching, and he approached yeah. you and asked you. He kind of yeah. just and walked I said away. No, because he called off. out my name. Yeah, he didn't say he called yeah. out your name, but. He called out my name, and I was worried that he was one of the gun nuts who stalked me at the state house, so I kept walking. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. think he was that. He seemed a little young. Yeah. You know yeah. I, mean? I love the way this officer that's that this is a gun nut, and these are the people we elect. Yeah. So this senator this inbreeder man is worried that the gun nuts are after him, <laughs> type of thing, and then so they. So that's why he can key a car. I guess I that he doesn't like. I think. You know, um, this gets back to... That's a self-righteous bastard that thinks that he's been thinking he's this loony and he got a position and... Well, you know, if you are on the left right now, all you hear is that the crazy gun MAGA people are out there. Like, this is this is coming from our this president. This creating the leftist... I agree. The leftist guy. I agree. That's what he's afraid of. I, he's afraid of coming after him over his legislations. I just want to just point out that you know Joe Biden, our president, has been has been doing this to the population, scaring people to get to this point where this guy right here actually feels fears for his life if he just sees a Biden suck sticker. <laughs> it's crazy. Dude, in Canada, I just saw a video because a guy said that Trudeau needs to hang. That the police comes knocking on his door, questioning him about why he put that on Facebook. That Trudeau needs to, are you planning to kill him? Are you doing that? And the guy goes, no. It was a rant. Okay, it was a rant. Did you read the rest of my post? We did, but we saw you talking about you want to hang him. Well, no, you're plotting something against him. Hmm. A Facebook post and the police officer of a city of probably a... Hundred thousand people. I want you want to know why you posted this. Interesting, right? Yeah, they're they're monitoring all that stuff. You have to be um, you have to be very tactful when you're and that typing still stuff be in. Spoken to? What does he continue saying? So yeah, the the cops uh, let him go there and followed up later in the evening. Went to the senator's house and basically told him that. We don't even have to really play it if you, unless you want to, but uh, they reviewed the security footage where Dang. it literally shows him doing it, and the cops like, "Okay, so are you do you are you ready to come downtown with us?" You know, and the guy's like, "And you know, you can either, you know, he's basically the cops being nice. It's either you know you can come down and we won't make a big deal out of it, or we'll come back and make a big deal out of it." You know, what did he end up doing? Did he go with him? I think he ends up going with him, but I'm not sure. Let's see. Wants to pursue charges against you. Okay. Um, so we've got to do our due diligence. And, you know, they crime. spoke with you earlier tonight. That's yeah. a hate crime. Did you go back to Garden City? No, we've got the uh, no, video. He did it because of a bumper sticker. And he hate, that's a hate crime. That's a hate crime. No. What do you mean, no? I don't believe in hate crimes. It's either... No, it doesn't matter whether you believe it. It's the law that this man implemented 
And that what he did is according to the law and that what this man implemented as a representative, that is legalized, uh, or excuse me, it's labeled as a hate crime. Why? He did. Why is it legal? Because he said it was. You understand, these people made these laws that if you would, if, if it would have been the other, the shoe on the other foot, that boy would have been arrested for a hate crime. Because it would have said, oh, because he doesn't like Biden. This should have been labeled as a hate crime according to the left's definition of a hate crime. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think we should... Um, See, that's the problem. We, shouldn't we should jump. prosecute them in the same manner that they're prosecuting us. Yeah, but you also should point out that there's crimes uh, and there's not crimes. And then this fool's going to be know? keying cars all the time. He's well, going to make sure there's no camera. Well, I mean, that could happen. Ah, uh, man. But there was a camera this time. You guys all smell it, guys? I smell it. What do you smell? Your upper lip? Of you going walking through Garden City, putting your shirt, your coat over your shoulder, going to Whole Foods, buying your lettuce, putting it yeah. in the bag. Come I was back. afraid to come back to the car because he was. He said, "Hey, Miller." Yeah. Yeah. So we got you. So you tell us how you want to handle this. Your key this car. Yeah. And we can either make a big deal out of this or a little deal. So. Okay. Whatever you recommend. Well, I want to know what you recommend. I mean, I don't want to be accused of covering up something for a sure senator. Not. Neither do I. So I think it's best that we all be up front with each other yeah. and do the right thing here. Yeah, I want to, because, you know, it's a, he, before he even got to Lying right, again. He was saying, hey, Miller, he's a, what are you going to do? He's a Democrat do? politician. Right? Yeah, so I'm going to be right up front with you. He, yeah. he saw your sticker on your truck. Yeah. And he ran it, and he saw your picture, and he said, that's the yeah. guy that just keyed my car. Yeah. So he was upset, and yeah. I don't know, do you know the guy? Why would you key his that's car? That's why, that's, I did listen. He, he was threatening a me video. already. There's okay. a video. Okay, he was threatening me already. Whatever you want me to do to make it, you know, easiest for you guys and everything. Um, so we're gonna probably go back and get an. We're gonna go back and get an arrest warrant. what he's right? saying. Yeah. But it's it's you. Rather than do that, you can either come to the police station. We can charge you there. Yeah. yeah. Um, this guy wants to pursue charges. He's upset yeah. that his his cause. Yeah. Um. Well, Keith, I, I, we were going to do a search warrant and take your keys and stuff like no, that, but I think right. you're going to cooperate. Yeah. Um, do you? Wh- why did you key? Do you know that? Did he threaten he you? Was already, he was already threatening me. Okay. <laughs> 17 lies. There's a counter moving up. They That's, have a video that the guy wasn't even speaking to him. He didn't like a sticker. And according to the laws that are implemented by the left, this is a hate crime. All right, and I got a couple other things, and we're probably getting ready to wrap it up here, buddy. All right. You got anything you want to no, tie on here? Stuff. All right, I'm going to go over here. I got a list. A list? Okay. Um, it might not be very fun, so let me know if it gets boring. But uh, Zero Hedge has a list uh, ahead of, in- well, this is a couple days ago, ahead of Independence Day. These are the most searched for foods to barbecue in each state. Would you care to... Uh, I'm going to say hot dogs because, dang it, that's the best. Thing. That has to be number one. Because I, I can cook, you know me, my family, I can put filet mignon on the grill. And they still hot dogs, uh, I get hit up. Okay, so hot dogs, not on the top ten. Got any other guesses? <laughs> oh, man, how can hot dogs not be in the top ten? No, dude, no one eats okay, okay, hot dogs. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, tofu burger. 
Um, Beyond Meat Burger. Beyond Meat Burger. <laughs> yeah. Beyond the no, um, no, no, yeah, because no one likes the real meat stuff. Okay, uh, I, this kind of surprised me. Number one searched uh, barbecue barbecue chicken. That's the easiest thing to barbecue. I don't really get that, but uh, but I'm good at everything I do when I barbecue. And then uh, at least it's there's no barbecue steak on here, which is at least whew, we can uh, wipe our brows off that someone wasn't. Figuring out how to barbecue what a steak. Do you, you get out of the package, you warm <laughs> yeah. it up, and put it on the plate. That, that, you clean its mouth and its ass and serve it on the plate, man. Um, so Meatballs. <laughs> Who the hell barbecues meatballs? People get weird with the uh, barbecues. Shrimp, I can stand. Pulled pork, I, I've got that on my list. Baked beans, That's I, I love baked beans. Yeah. Salmon, I can understand salmon. Maybe you never barbecued fish. Yeah. Meatloaf? Hmm. Maybe that smoky flavor on the meatloaf make it taste good. I'd eat a meatloaf off of barbecue. Oh. Yeah, I'd do that. I eat a meatloaf no matter what it is, dude. <laughs> I, my wife's meatloaf is the best. Okay, so on a state by state basis, what well, Alabamians don't need to know they they're born knowing how to look at. Here's the most searched how to grill foods. Alabama people are born knowing how to do that. That's BS. <laughs> Alabama's corn on the cob. BS. What we need to find is like where's um. What's wait, a, wait, Arkansas burgers. What's a big oh, uh, Arizona? What's a big barbecue oh, state? Okay, okay. The California tri-tip. That's pretty true. That's that's. Imagine how many tri-tip was cooked here. Mm-hmm. Chicken breast in Colorado. You queer. <laughs> Seriously. Uh oh. Mar- Maryland eggplant. Look at, look at, look at, look at. Let, let's go. You know what they should do? Blue and red, red cities to see like. Dude, chicken breast, <laughs> eggplant. Hey, at least there's no beyond, beyond meat or soy. Missouri stuff. is corn on the cob. Corn on the cob is like your boy. New Jersey, London broil. New Mexico chicken, clams. How to barbecue clams in New York? Yeah. Chicken in Ohio. Lamb chops in Oregon. That sounds about right. That sounds great, actually. Probably Let Mignon, eh, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island salmon, pork, of course. There's a lot of asparagus. Pork people. chops, Texas is ribs, Utah is chicken, chicken. Virginia, portobello mushrooms, come on. It's so, all White House workers. So the good news is Americans have yet to search for how to grill insects. <laughs> as we've noted, there's a push by international non-governmental agencies such as the WEF. Can I ask you a question? To eat bugs. Would you really think that Wisconsinans are going to look up how to cook brats? That's Wisconsin. Yeah, I don't. That's Wisconsin. I don't really understand that. Uh, there was a lot of a lot in the news that we haven't really covered about the lab grown meats, but No Agenda's been doing a really good breakdown on that. You have a, you have a couple of CEOs of meat production companies saying they're not going to they're not going to ship out any meat with that stuff in it. So the the would have been Sunday's No Agenda. Um, I should get the little timestamp for you guys so you can go right to it. But they basically have a caller, you know, like a donator. Um, well, I'm not saying that right. A producer call, uh, 
leave a note basically talking about how they how they got this technology to begin with and he brings up how they literally pulled out a old cancer um cell that they've been kind of keeping and growing since i don't know when it was it's like in the 50s they got this cell sample this cancer cell sample and they actually uh copied that and are using that cancer cell because it grows so fast and it replicates itself so fast that they're they've actually integrated that into the fermentation process for your lab grown meat. Yeah. So it's a cancer a high growing cancer cell that is growing this lab grown And then that meat. makes sense on why those who have eaten it <laughs> there's a lot of proof that what happens in you guess what starts growing inside you cancer. <sighs> oh man. And uh, I, I, what would you think would happen to the first grocery store that gets caught selling uh, uh, George Soros or Bill Gates meat? I mean, seriously, if it leads to that, what do you think is going to happen to that market chain? Yeah, I think it's going to be more sinister, though. It'll be like, uh, you know, steaks are $100 and you got this lab grown meat right here for $20. i will buy the $100 one. You know, that that's how they're going to, you know, that's how they're going to do it. Well, they're, they're going to basically make us want it, you know. You know why? Because no one wants it. You know why Italy started using um, eggplants, right, to the Parmigiano and all that stuff? Because Italy back in the days had a mad cow disease problem one time. And you couldn't eat beef. Mm-hmm. So they found out that the texture of eggplant can replicate meat. And so you make a eggplant Parmigiano or whatever you call it. Really mm. good. Fettuccine. Really good. And I got one last story. This is actually bad news. But uh You're gonna end the show on the bad news? Yeah, it's fun. We can make fun of it. All right. Zero Hedge reports US cities replacing fireworks with drones, citing sustainability concerns. Ever since we've been a kid, right, Brother Man? They've been eroding the Fourth of July festival little by little. Mm-hmm. They banned before we used it was no problem whoever had Fireworks and everything, but in my neighborhood, bro, it was uh, old school Fourth of July block party. Yep. Wow, what a show! Probably the best holiday, the most exciting holiday of the year. Let's let's do that. Dude, I shouldn't say best, but the Beaners, they seem to hate the country all year long. But Fourth of July, whoo, they put a show on. My neighborhood. Dude, it's starting to be my neighbor's starting to become known where there's people now driving from out of the city mm-hmm. to go to my neighbor just to see the neighborhood fireworks show. Mm-hmm. It's that good. Yeah, it's uh, three uh, three hundred and sixty degrees fully around you. You are in the fireworks show here in Oxnard, <laughs> dude. All we do is get a. This is our second year. We put a bonfire up. We roast marshmallows and do some mores. And we're just moving our chairs like from one, you know, from east to west and all that <laughs> to see the fire, different fire. Different. Awesome. I mean, hey, up in wow. Shout out all the beaners, man, that love this country in secret, man, because they they go all out, bro. They go out. And then we got Asian guys that they don't they don't fall behind either, dude. And then the gringos, dude, we put a good show out here. Good show. 
So you want to see the best part of this article? Um, uh, neighboring Colorado, the city of Boulder, has also decided to try drones this year of, instead of fireworks. The shift from traditional fireworks to drones was not an easy decision and based on a number of factors, including increased fire danger fueled by climate change. <laughs> They've always said that. Fires, they always... Interesting, huh? Interesting. But I think it's the way these cities don't want to spend that money. You know? Maybe. Oh, I... All right. Nation... Don't forget that this is the Good Time Culture Podcast. Tell a friend. Subscribe to the show. I know we were, you know, shaking a little bit. But we're back. And we're back strong. And it's only for one reason. And I believe it. Since the beginning of the show, Hollywood and I sincerely ask anyone who listens to the show to please pray for us and our families. And Hollywood and I will definitely continue to pray for you because that is the true answer and the way out of all this. The good Lord and professing his name, Jesus, that is the way out of all this. We can see these enemies backpedaling. You see their homes crumbling. The president's son, is, he's not the first lady, he's the first clown. So it's coming out, guys. So let's continue doing it. And, well... I am OG Mutt Dog, and it's been my pleasure, my pleasure to be on, to be with you guys today. It is, uh, honestly, Hollywood keeps on saying this. This is our therapy session every week, man. And it's really helped us out because I think we'd go berserk. So, again, I am OG Mutt Dog. I, God willing, I'll see you next week. All right, ladies and gentlemen. We did make it to the end of the show here. It's pretty sweet. I'm glad you guys... Uh, we're along for the ride we got some big things planned here at good times culture podcast so stay tuned Timestamp: how, how long did we go this week it's two hours um, you can always find us on locals if you needed to uh, find us there if you've kind of lost us everywhere else and, good way um, to donate to the show too yep and you can donate there there's um there is like a live uh live feed and a chat room type of function there. So that's kind of fun. We can um, chat with you guys if you want to go that route. And if you're patient, we will have uh, other ways to kind of um, stay in touch and um, listen to the show. So we're we got, back, baby. We're back. We got that coming. Um, I've been talking to a guy at content safe, uh, Matthew over there and uh, sounds like a pretty good, pretty good service um we'll we'll talk about it more in future episodes and promote it more for sure so that's right uh we do uh we love you guys uh we do everything in love over here amen and uh yeah we'll be back next week uh covering all this uh, madness that's out there uh we like to say where nonsense meets reality you will find hollywood and mutt dog over here holding it down so, all that said, um, drop that needle, brother. Drop that needle. Exposing evil, praising God. Lord, give me a sign. I really need to.
talk to you, Lord. Since the last time we talked, the walk has been hard. Now I know you haven't left me, but I feel like I'm alone. I'm a big boy now, but I'm still not grown. And I'm still going through it. Pain and a hurt. Yeah. Soaking up trouble like rain in the dirt. Yeah. And I know only I can stop the rain with just a mention of my Savior's name. In the name of Jesus. Devil, I rebuke you for what I go through and trying to make me do what I used to. But all that stops right here. As long as the Lord's in my life, I will have no fear. I will know no pain from the light to the dark. Double show, no shame, spit it right from the heart. Cause it's right from the start. You held me down and they nothing they can tell me now. Lord, give me a sign. Let me know what's on your mind. Let me know what I'm going to do. 